There once was a city called Pearly Gateston. And Pearly Gateston was ruled by a king. Not just any king. This was the ultimate king. The true king. Now the king was happy and content in the beautiful city of Pearly Gateston. But the king having so much love, even though he was so satisfied there, and having so much creativity, decided to create another town. And so the king created the town of Peopleville and made inhabitants for that town. He made the town of Peopleville to look Fairmount like Pearly Gateston, sort of a shadow or reflection of it. And he made the inhabitants of Peopleville to be the same thing for him, kind of a reflection or a shadow. Being a good king, he had his standards for what his people needed to follow. And so he had standards, he had rules, he had ways that they needed to behave. But the inhabitants of Peopleville disobeyed the king. And did what they wanted to. And in doing so, they rejected the king's kingship, the king's rule over Peopleville. And there was a great gap, a great chasm that was created between Pearly Gateston and Peopleville. From the perspective of Pearly Gateston, this this was a huge chasm. They had been wronged. The king had been rejected. The rebellion had to be paid for. Not because the king was vengeful, but because the king, being a good king had to have good followers. Peopleville had to be brought to new life. From the perspective of Peopleville, this was an even greater chasm. Because they can never pay their debt to the king and make up for their wrongs. And they continued to walk in their wrongs. And they had no one to speak to them before the king. No one who could, in any kind of rightness, go before the king and speak of what the people of Peopleville were going through. And they had no way of living into the life that the king would demand, even if they had a right relationship with them. They had no example, no one to follow. And so this chasm developed between these two places. Whereas the king used to come and walk around Peopleville because of their problems, because of their rejections, he was not able to do that in the same way. And there was no one who could come and be a mediator, a go-between between the two cities. Now the king sent messengers from Pearly Gateston down to Peopleville. But often their messages would be rejected. And even as a messenger from Pearly Gateston, you were not, those messengers could never have uh, paid the price, could never have truly fixed the problem. The king also rose up leaders from in Peopleville. People who would step up and say that they needed to turn back to the king. But the problem remained the same. The chasm could not be bridged. Because anyone coming from Pearly Gateston couldn't really pay the price couldn't really take care of the problem. Anybody who was raising, raised up right out of Peopleville, well, that, that was an inhabitant of Peopleville. Already had sinned, already had these problems with the king, and so the gap remained. There was no mediator who could be a go-between, who could represent Peopleville in Pearly Gateston, and who could represent Pearly Gateston in Peopleville. No one who could represent the inhabitants with the king and represent the kings with the king with the inhabitants. Now, someone thought maybe if we had someone who was half, 
So somebody who maybe had a mother who was from Pearly Gateston and a father who was from Peopleville, well then that, that person being half and half could do the mediator job. But the problem is being half and half meant that you would inevitably be rejected by both. And so no mediator was to be found. And all seemed lost in this gap between these two cities. But the king had a plan. For the king had a son. Now the king had always had this son. In fact, this son was more than a son. They shared their life together. It was said that if you came and talked to the son, you were talking to the king. And if you saw the son, you were even seeing the king. They had a closeness that went beyond father and son. And so the son decided to come to Peopleville. He left Pearly Gateston, left all that he had with his king, with his father, and came and was born as an inhabitant of Peopleville. And so, in so doing, he was still fully an inhabitant of Pearly Gateston, but now also fully an inhabitant of Peopleville. And because he was both, when he stood in in Peopleville, on behalf of Pearly Gateston, he could stand there and be fully representing what the king had to say. And because he was fully now part of Peopleville, he could always go back to the king and report and pray and talk to that king about what was going on over in Peopleville. Now there was still a debt to be paid, and so that son eventually gave of his life to pay the debt that Peopleville owed to the king. And then he left and went back to Pearly Gateston, making things right. And when he was accepted back at People Gateston, uh, uh, um, Pearly Gateston, he was accepted with the rest of the inhabitants of Peopleville. Now everything was not perfect, but the son promised that he would return someday and make Peopleville perfect. He said that he would be with them in spirit, although he didn't just mean thinking about them. He meant somehow he would be present in his spirit. This is the story of how the chasm was bridged between Peopleville and Pearly Gateston. The story of the fall and the reconciliation of Peopleville and the perfect mediator, the perfect go-between for those cities.